And welcome to another episode of Hell's Kitchen Cast, Men with Fear. I am Kingpin Chaos, and joining me once again, the one, the only, the amazing, the astonishing Agent Andy Ant-Man Urquhart. How you doing, Agent? Yes, not too bad, not too bad. Be- been under the weather this week, but getting better now. Cold? Allergies? Yeah, just a cold. Oh, okay. Just a cold. It's doing the rounds. It has the runs? Catch up on. No, no, it's, 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 the, the rounds. The okay, round. the rounds. All right, not the runs. <laughs> no, all not right. Runs. No runs. No, okay. it's just a cold. Okay. It has allowed me to catch up on uh, all, most of the DC shows, though. Oh, nice. I've been catching up on those. I finally finished watching Arrow, which I actually enjoyed the last part of the season. Yeah, Arrow was good this season. Yeah. I didn't like the first half of it at all, to be honest. But got, it got good in the end. Well, yeah, it, it, yeah, but it all changes next year because now they've done Flashpoint and everything <laughs> yeah. is screwed up. Everything is reset. Yep. All dead characters are coming back. So. Every single one, yeah. But yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I don't think I did anything exciting Marvel related, to be honest. I don't think I did either. It was kind of, it, it was Labor Day weekend here, so we had a three-day weekend. Um, went out to dinner with the wife a couple of times, went to a con- concert, as always, uh, saw ZZ Top this week, and uh, yeah, t- t- figured out how to take the top off my new car, and we uh, went for a ride. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, so, went and had lobster rolls. <laughs> so. But, uh, yeah, pr- pr- pretty chill, fighting with my new computer, or... I finally got I got my computer back and I mean the pro they literally put it back to complete factory resets so I have to reinstall everything and I just got it back last night so playing with that have fun have fun with that for the next two weeks it's it's close now it's just reinstalling uh, all the games so but alright so uh not no, nothing new in the Marvel uh, in our Marvel universe this week. I don't. Did I buy anything Marvel? 
No, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I did get the Marvel loot crate recently. For oh. yeah, it was all right. Um, it was all it was Spider Man based. Okay. And uh, so you got a. Actually, you got one of those uh, puffy. Yeah. Um, one of those uh, stuffed Funko Pops. Okay. Right. Of, of Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And instead of a shirt, you got a Spider Man baseball hat. Hmm. There's some other crap in there. All spider related. Ne- the next one's Doctor Strange, though. Ah, nice. That'll be better. That'll be a that'll be a cool one. So, all right. So, Andy, do we have any Marvel news this week? Uh, yeah, there's a couple of bits and pieces. A couple of bits and pieces. Um, I, I do want to mention first of all that uh, Luke Cage has had all thirteen of its episode titles revealed, but we're not gonna mention them on the show at this point. They are out there if you want to go and find them. Spoilers? I don't think there's any necessarily any spoilers because they're all like um, each episode is titled after a Gangstar song. They're all after but, um, Gangstar? I thought it was going to be multiple rap artists. No, all, all Gangstar songs. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I've, never, I've never listened to a Gangstar song to be honest. So Neither have um, I. Yeah, so but I don't want to I don't want to list them because they they will there is obviously the potential for spoilers and whatnot. Mm. So but I mean they're out there if people want to go and find them, and we're only a couple of weeks out from seeing the show, and we will get into the uh, the titles and everything about them, and when we do mm. our Luke Cage episode, so we'll leave that for there. Just just to give you a hint of when we're going to be doing our Luke Cage uh, show. Just a, just a hint to all our uh, listeners out there. I'll I'll put it this way: it's going to be a sweet Christmas. Because <laughs> there's no goddamn way I'm doing two episodes a week of this show. <laughs> Andy and I are working, trying to work out our schedule to a finish uh, Daredevil before Shield comes back and do a Shield uh, recap preview episode, and gotta. We might as well just move in together at this point, Andy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we work it out. Yeah. So. Uh, John Favreau. Uh, we were actually speaking about this mm-hmm. last week. That where was happy in the MCU now? Because obviously the last we saw him, he was uh, just recovering in a hospital from being exploded, basically. Um, but yeah, he's going to be in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yep, I saw that. And that was the first thing I said. Gee, we were just talking about him on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so they must have been listening and going, yeah. oh, yeah, we forgot we had him. Oh, and they've, they've phoned him and gone, oh, do you want to be in this movie? And he's like, yeah, definitely. I'm not doing anything else. So uh, John Favreau owes us dinner, I think, for uh, getting him this gig. <laughs> and, and, and we need another, We want a writing credit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, also, we had... Uh, some leaked set photos from uh, Spider-Man Homecoming where we got to see the costume of the Shocker. Yes. And it was a real Shocker. It, it kind of reminds me of Doctor Doom from the bad Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, it's a real real bad costume. Like, uh, It kind of looks like one of those sort of proto-costumes. Like, If you remember, like uh, this costume that Spider-Man has before he 
makes his proper costume. Mm. You know, the wrestling one. It's kind of like that. Just like something that's cobbled together in his basement. Still, it looks it looks terrible. But this is going to be like a. This will be a villain he deals with early in the movie, and it'll be dealt with in ten minutes. Yeah. So it it makes sense for them not to waste too much money on on his costume. Well, and one of the things we've learned from the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the costumes are made for real people, not comic book characters. Because as we you know as we know. Uh, uh, I can't stand real people in costumes because they all look cheesy no matter what they do. <laughs> so, other than Iron Man, uh, they all they all just look goofy to me. <laughs> you know, I, I, like, I like the costumes. But it is worth noting that, I mean, these photos do come, like, they are like blurry photos taken from someone's iPhone, probably, which has a garbage camera still, even on the new one. Um <laughs> Don't let Freeman hear you say that. Stupid Apple. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, we also got uh, a look at something much cooler from Ains Shield. And what would that be? So we got our first images of uh, Gabriel Luna as Robbie Reyes, aka Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. So you see him with like his cool like Ghost Rider leather jacket. But he doesn't have a helmet on, which this version of Ghost Rider in the comic books has like a flaming helmet. And obviously the the more common version, the Johnny Blaze version, has like his skull goes on fire basically. He has right. a flaming skull. So I'm not sure which one they're gonna they're going with here, but he has to have some sort of flaming head going yes. on. Whether or not he put he puts a helmet on and he goes on fire or his, his face goes on fire. <laughs> I think they should go with the skull, to be honest, because I think people will get more more of a kick out of that than them putting a helmet on. I agree. I think this. I think the flaming skull is badass. And the fact that he's an inhuman, they can easily explain away the power. Is like, yeah, that's his inhuman power. His skull goes on fire. Like, cool. And the, the way that they did the promo for it as well, like when they when they announced it, it was the flaming skull image, and it was like a skull. It wasn't like. Like the helmet, like Ghost Rider has, mm. like this new Ghost Rider has in the comics. So, I think they're going with the the flaming skull, but we shall see. Um, first episode he's going to be in. Oh, cool! So uh, the the season premiere is called The Ghost, and uh, it's interesting because also in this episode, uh, Yo Yo's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't a big Yo-Yo fan, but... I know, but we've not seen her for a while, so he's like... We haven't seen any of them for a while, Andy. No, that's true. But was she in... She wasn't in the season finale, was she? Um... No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't? No, she wasn't. Because remember, they were away fighting Hive, and Yo-Yo... I don't think Yo-Yo was there. Hmm... Oh, we're going to have to look that up before we do our, uh... Season 3 recap special. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, it's so coming, people. The... <laughs> Our infamous, uh, the full season in twelve minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the, the other characters that are in the the episode, apart from obviously the, the main cast, is Robbie Reyes, Ida, Gabe, which I think is uh, uh, Robbie Reyes's brother, mm-hmm. uh, Agent Piper, Agent Red, 
Agent Prince, who I've not heard of any of these agents before. Uh, someone called Blondie. Someone called Felix. Hold on, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Agent what? Blondie? No, 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 just someone called Blondie. But I, I assume it's not like like Blondie. Blondie, because it's a guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, did they give actual names for these people? Hey, that's that's the character's name is Blondie. Okay, but do they give the uh, actor's name? Oh, the actor's name is Ian Hutton. Ian what? Ian Hutton. Hutton. Hmm. Just, you said Agent Prince, Agent Red. Yep. And Blondie. And- uh, Agent Piper as well. Agent Piper. So, just screwing around here. Mm-hmm. What if? What if? Uh, let me do a crazy Andy, uh, crazy Andy's wet dream here. Um, what if it was Agent Red is Iron Man, Prince is Captain America, Piper is the Black Widow, and Blondie is Thor. Well, that would make sense, but then they they have like these people are all named in the cast. Yeah, you could easily just put a bogus name. I mean, there is rumors of a uh, that at least an Avenger will show up, and that uh, you know there is a very hush hush closed door uh, scene that was filmed. Mm. What if we're finally getting uh, what we've been waiting for? Okay. Just keep dreaming, chap. (laughs) I'm surprised I'm the one coming up with this shit. This is is, is your, usually your area. Yeah, but then there wouldn't be any other characters in the episode. Yeah, this isn't happening. But we'll see. I don't think so. I don't think so either, yeah. but uh, you know, <laughs> hey, I, 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 I'm capable of a temporary insanity from time to time. Yep. Um, but yeah, they, so they did show off like a couple of pictures of uh, of Ghost Rider in costume and that. Um, not with the flame skull, like I said, but he does have a really cool leather jacket. Yeah, it's, this, cool leather jacket. it's the leather jacket all Ghost Riders wear. Yeah. <laughs> And um, they also showed off, uh, they released like a sort of found footage thing for him. Yeah. Which that was, was lame. Yeah. <laughs> it was, re- I mean, d- I watched it on a couple of different devices, one being an iPad, and I couldn't tell a goddamn thing from it. It's just a, ca- it's just a car driving away. And yeah. Going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Him. That was him. That was him. That was who? And the, Your the, mom? The idiot, the idiot that shot this shot it the wrong way. Like, he didn't turn his his uh, phone around, so it's in, like, really bad perspective. Well, isn't that the way Twitter uh, films? It, well, basically, if, see if you hold your phone, like, standard and take a video. This is how it, this is how it shows up on YouTube if you then upload it to YouTube. But if you turn, it's just, like, blow your mind, turn your phone to the side, and it will, it will automatically redo it to the other way around. And it will be fine. You upload it to YouTube and it's the full size of the video screen instead of having these massive fucking black borders that take up two thirds of the video. If you're going to put a viral video out, make yeah. it like not so shit. <laughs> so. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Ghost Rider's coming. Uh, I like the found footage things. Garbage, but the costume looks cool. I hope he has Flame Skull. 
He's got to have flames of coming out of somewhere, Andy. Otherwise, it's not the real Ghost Rider. Flames coming out of his ass. I said somewhere. I was keeping <laughs> it clean. <laughs> but yeah, that's about that's about all the news. To be honest, I don't think there's anything else. All right. Yeah, well, it kind of see. Well, I mean, it was a holiday weekend here, so that might have something to do with it. Um, but why don't we get right into the episode then? Yes. So this is Daredevil season two, episode twelve, "The Dark at the End of the Tunnel." So this episode kicks off with a young Electra flashback. Uh, we see Stick training her, and she fights a bunch of dudes that are much older than her. Because she is probably, what, like, maybe 10 at this point? Yeah, 10, 10, 11, something like that, yeah. tops. And she's kicking uh, their ass. Yeah, she's kicking their ass. <laughs> Although, I mean, there's like five of them, so they are managing to get a good few hits on her as well. Uh, Stick tells his friend who's there with him that he found her in a box of Cracker Jacks. What's a Cracker Jack? It's, a, it's basically caramel-covered popcorn with peanuts. Oh, that sounds good. I want that. <laughs> Why does that not exist over here? I'm, I'm, I'm going to get some of these. <laughs> it probably does exist over here. I've just I've never never heard of it before. Oh, if I ever have to send you a package again, I'll try and throw. If they allow me, I'll throw in a box of Cracker Jacks for it. <laughs> cool. It's what you uh, eat at a baseball game. Buy right me some up. peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Nice. <laughs> So uh, Stick ends up having to pull her off one of these guys because she was basically about to kill him. She's absolutely pummeling his face in. Uh, in the present day, we then get to see Electra fight Stick. Which was a very, very short fight. Maybe like 30 seconds. Yeah. I wanted to see a bit of a longer fight between these two. but Because, I mean, Stick prepared for much longer than this fight lasted. Mm-hmm. Because remember, he, he, they showed us the slow motion of him, like, <laughs> cleaning his blade, getting it all ready for this big fight that he was about to have. And then it's like, yeah, it's over in 30 seconds because Daredevil just pops in and stops Electra from killing Stick. Because basically she ends up, like, with a, it's like a cord. She ends up getting wrapped around his neck and she's about to strangle him. And Daredevil stops her. So he, always, kinda... he always comes at the worst time. Yeah, he he's just such a fucking it. killjoy. <laughs> yeah. He always ruins the kill shot. Um, so they, they start to kind of argue and whatnot, and then but they don't they don't get too much time to do that because uh, a bunch of hand ninjas drop in to crash the party. And we then see the hand fighting against Stick, Daredevil, and Electra for a couple of minutes before... Uh, there is like some really cool stuff in, in this one because mm-hmm. like Electra stabs a guy in the eye with her sigh. That was a nice rhyme I made. Yep. <laughs> but the, it doesn't too long of this fight either because the lights go out and uh, all the remaining hand guys vanish along with Stick. So uh, Daredevil then plans to go after Stick to save him. Uh, however, Electra is going after him to kill him and well, she will also kill Daredevil if he gets in the way. And she then gives him a very aggressive kiss. Just... <laughs> It's weird. It's like, yeah, I'm going to kill you, but I'm going to kiss you as well. Okay. Like, let's talk about mixed signals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's one way of putting it, Andy. <laughs> uh, we see the cops at the uh, 
at the docks, clearing up the exploded boat. And you were right last week, because uh, the police protection, uh, the guys that were uh, protecting Karen from the Punisher, who just, like, let her go walk in a room and then just left. Those two guys both got demoted to crossing guards for leaving their posts. So that that was that was a good move, I think, because those guys were clearly incompetent and didn't give a fuck about their job. Hey, they didn't know better. Yeah, but I mean, if you've been told, like, this woman is being pursued by, like, a dangerous vigilante, you need to protect her. Although, I suppose maybe they're just like, uh, okay, yeah, noise. we'll do that. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. No problem. They'll go and then... And then they'll just be like, "Yeah, do you know what? Like, time for I'm a not donut." Myself in, <laughs> yeah, I'm not putting myself in the line of fire for this. We'll we'll go get like a coffee, go catch a movie, then come back. And if she's still alive, cool. Then we'll go and watch another movie. And then we'll <laughs> come back, and then hopefully she'll be dead by then. And we'll just go. Oh, sorry, we were just stepped out to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, slap on the wrist, and then uh, we'll move on. And we won't need to be protecting some woman that's what well, is going to get is killed if we actually protect her. Andy, whatever you do, please do not ever uh, protect me. <laughs> no, I won't. I'll go get coffee and donuts and <laughs> instead. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want you in charge of my security detail. <laughs> no. Ed Brett then sends Karen home. He's like, "No, you go home. There's nothing more you can do here," because she's been. She's seemingly just been sitting there watching the cops pull bodies out of the water, like. She wants to see if Frank if Frank is one of them. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking as well. Um, meanwhile, at the at the office, Foggy is moving on. He's uh, gone and started packing up all his shit. Basically, uh, we get a kind of conversation between Foggy and Matt, and basically they come to terms with the fact that Nelson and Murdoch is done. Uh, Foggy does give Matt a little bit of insight, however on uh, the hand because Matt tells him about the mysterious organization and they disappear and all that sort of stuff um, and Foggy reckons that they might be using uh, some abandoned railway tunnels that run under the city that he learned about from his uncle uncle the bootlegger his uncle the bootlegger yeah <laughs> um, we then see Daredevil his grandfather the bootlegger whatever yeah I, I can't remember which one it was but same difference. Um, Daredevil then checks out these railway tunnels and he does a superhero landing. Mm-hmm. Superhero landings are always cool. <laughs> uh, we see Karen going to the bulletin and she says she's a bit upset and is clearly very tired. Uh, she says that there's no story because everyone is dead. Reyes, Castle, the blacksmith, etc. Um, but she does say that there's more to people. Uh, there's more to Frank Castle than people think. Like obviously, the, nobody knows the story about like his family and and all that sort of stuff and the background to it. Um, so Ellis kind of turns around to the fact that the story is now a profile on Frank Castle rather than an expose on like the the shit that happened to him. Basically, right. He's basically teaching her how to be a reporter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. This is reporter school one hundred and one. Uh, we see Daredevil then fighting some hand ninjas in the tunnels. Uh, they throw their weapons away so that he can't hear them. 
which causes him a bit of a problem because this is how he's been tracking them in order to fight them like by the the metal of their their weapons and whatnot but the thing is that kind of gets me a wee bit about this is that okay they can mask their heartbeat fine like they're that's fine um i wasn't quite sure how they were managing to stop the sound that their their clothes moving through air makes like because that clearly makes a noise well i think daredevil is slowly learning how to tune his senses to different sounds yeah, but I mean, you don't need to tune your senses to hear, like, to mm. hear, like, a, a fist going through air. Like, whoosh, you can hear it. Like, and he's got super powered mm. hearing. Like, you would be able to hear a fist coming at him, even just, like, through the air because of the friction. So that kind of bugged me. And, like, you would hear the clothes rustling as they moved their arms about and stuff. So the fact that you can't hear, he's just like, oh, they're invisible because they don't, they've put their weapons down. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like how has he been? How has he been fighting people all along? Like just their heartbeat. That would only tell him where their heart is. It wouldn't tell him where all their limbs were. Well, if you know where the heart is, you can kind of uh, get uh, sort of uh, triangulate the rest. What if the guy has three arms? <laughs> how would you combat that? Like you just wouldn't know. You'd, you'd be like, the two arms are there, and then the third arm comes up and smashes you in the face, and you're like, oh fuck! I didn't think about the third arm. I don't think. What if he's bat battling Doctor Octopus, huh? Exactly. Yeah, and he's fucked. <laughs> Although he would, his metal arms, they would definitely make noise. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that he would be able to heal them like through the air friction and stuff like that. And I think they're kind of they were kind of downplaying his his hearing a little bit here because <laughs> it's actually it's better than what they're letting on here because he's like listening. He doesn't hear a single thing. And they're like they're running away. You can't just run away without making a noise. Even, like, fucking hand ninjas can't do that. Yeah, I thought it was a little far-fetched myself. Yeah. Uh, so they have they have a bit of a fight here, and it, it's, uh, this this whole episode is, like, short fight after short fight after yeah. short fight after short fight. <laughs> it's so weird, because, like, we've got all, we had all these, like, long, awesome fight scenes in the series so far, and you've got, like, a fight the last, like, 20 seconds and then 40 seconds and then a minute you're like come on give me some good fights once again uh, they're mixing up the formula yeah so one of the guys ends up like punching him in the mouth and uh, daredevil manages to track the hand ninjas by uh, the blood like uh, the blood dripping from one of their hands Uh, Karen then goes to visit Frank's former colonel, which I, I forget this guy's name again. Colonel Sean Diver, was it? Something like that. I don't have the Shun, list up in Shun front Diger. of me. I need to find out because that would annoy me. I'll look it up. You keep going. Sco Schoonover or Schoonover? Sco yeah, Schoonover. Schoonover. There we go. I, I was close. Sean Diver. Colonel Schoonover. Right, okay. <laughs> so she goes to visit Connor Schoonover and to question him about, to ask him some questions about Frank and get some like background on him because obviously this is one of the few people that knew him before all the shit happened and before he became the Punisher. And he's, uh, he basically tells her that Frank was a great judge of people. Uh, he also used to do impressions of him mm -hmm. and he used to sing like little songs as well that 
Uh, one in particular that I, I, I wanted him to sing so that I knew what it was, but he says it was uh, a song from one of his daughter's cartoons that that uh, got stuck in everyone's head, which I'm sure we've all been there. Yeah. Peppa Pig. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Peppa Pig is the worst. Anyway, um... <laughs> The Punisher needs to deal with Peppa Pig. That's that's what he needs to do. <laughs> uh, she uh, so Karen then tells uh, tells him of Frank's demise at the docks. Or, uh, however, she's kind of looking around at like uh, the pictures on Connor Scunover's wall, and basically, there's a lot of pictures of him, like uh, during his time in the army and like with his army buddies and whatnot, and his his platoon, like, his platoon mm-hmm. Marines, is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and she, she recognises one of the guys in one of the colonel's pictures as one of the guys who was killed at the docks. This guy, like, it's a picture of him uh, lying in a hospital bed. He'd, uh, I think the guy said he, uh, said he got hit by an IED, I think it was. Something like that. Yep. Yep. Um, but, yeah, she recognised him because he had, like, a big like scar on his face. Um, she'd seen him in a body bag, like, earlier that morning. And she kind of gets a bit freaked out by this and makes the leave. And Colonel Schoonover pulls out his gun. And it's like, yeah, you're not going anywhere. You're like, oh, oh shit, what's going on here? It's clearly something fishy going on with this guy. Everything is not on the up and up with this. Well, if you... Uh, and we're kind of getting... Going back and hindsight being twenty twenty and all, uh, one of one of the guys uh, at the dock said something like "Welcome back, Frank," or "It's good to yep. see you, Frank." I think he said it's been a long time, Frank. Something, yeah, to that effect. Yeah. So obviously, this guy, this guy clearly knew Frank from some time before. So we reckon it's been this time mm-hmm. uh, they've all been in the same like unit together. Uh, we then see Daredevil tracking the hand to an old building where they are basically laying, laying in wait for him. And they sort of produce an ambush on him and start fighting him. Again, they don't use their weapons and it's that whole hearing thing. But uh, Stick, who's in a room nearby being tortured, uh, whispers so that Daredevil will hear him. Uh, he tells Daredevil to track their breath. Uh, when, they, when they exhale, kick their ass. He's always pretty funny. Stick still training him. Yep. Um, it is worth noting that uh, that uh, one of the guys that's torturing Stick starts putting sticks under his fingers. Like yeah, bamboo, his finger bamboo shoots. Oh my! Oh, bamboo shoots. Okay. Yep. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, cringing. Just, oh, you just kind of tense up your your hands with that, don't you? It's just, I mean, I'm sure you've all had like a scalp like stuck under your fingernail, and that's like incredibly painful. Um, so you can imagine what it would be like if someone actually just shoved like a bamboo cane underneath your fingernail. Ten bamboo canes really underneath your fingernail. Oh my god! As somebody who got stitches, six stitches through the fingernail a couple of years ago, I can tell you it's not very pleasant. <laughs> no, I can imagine. Wow. Uh, we see that the uh, colonel's going over, kidnaps Karen at gunpoint in her own car. Uh, she notices that her music is blasting when she gets in as well, which 
I don't think it was when she arrived. No, and, and it was the song that uh, from on the cassette or whatever that the Punisher made fun of. Okay. <laughs> in, in the, so when he, he stole her car and he was said yeah. something about her music. Mm. And it's that like it's absolutely blatant. So she, she's like, "What's going on?" And she kind of she kind of realizes something's up here. Oh, so she knows she exactly kinda, what it is. Yeah, she I mean, this was a signal to her. Yeah. So she kind of drives along for a bit, and the, the colonel tells her to pull over, which she doesn't. She just kind of keeps going. He's like, pull over, goddammit. Uh, but before she gets a chance to, a truck smashes into the passenger side of the car. So clearly this was the Punisher, and mm-hmm. clearly this was signaled to her by the, uh, by, the, uh, by the song being played. By the way, can you hear me with the e-cig tonight? Well, like the puff of it. Yeah. No. no okay. Kind of All right. Because, <laughs> as you know, Andy, I'm using the mic from on my headset tonight versus yep. uh, my Blue Yeti, and it's like, Jesus, is this, is the mic picking up this? But if you're saying no, I haven't heard it once. Now, right. now you've called it out. I'm going to be like, is that the Isaac? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Um, stick. Uh, get some more of these uh, bamboo canes shoved under his fingernails. Um. However, uh, Daredevil manages to take out the rest of the hand guys that are kicking about. Eventually, after obviously um, learning to kick their ass when they breathe, rather than listening to them moving through the air, which is more sensible, like I said. Um, and he rescues Stick. But just when he's done that, Electra shows up. Um, and she throws her sigh at Stick to kill him. But Daredevil catches it. Because he can hear things moving through the air. See? <laughs> um, and they kind of they have a bit of back and forth here. But they don't get a chance to really discuss their grievances. Because uh, Nobu shows up at this point with more hand ninjas. And he tells, he tells Stick to tell them all why they're here tonight. You, the loyal one, and it. So you're like, okay... It like he's calling Electra it for some reason. Like mm-hmm. they're gonna do some weirdness where she's had like a sex change and he's been like really <laughs> nasty about it. Like this is this is a weird weird situation. But that's not what happened. Um, so we see a flashback to uh, young Electra training again. Uh, the guys that she beat up earlier, one of them comes at her with a knife. So she slits his throat. She takes him down, slits his throat. Uh, sticks. Stick's friend calls her it as well and also calls her a thing and threatens to kill her. And Stick's like, no, it's okay, I'll do it. But instead, he kills his friend. I didn't catch this guy's name at all, did you? I don't think they ever gave his name. No, but but seemingly, like, this is at the chased headquarters, so this, uh, seemingly this this guy would be one of the other sort of members of the chased I wasn't sure if he was a member of the Chase or another group. I'm pretty sure he'd be a member of the Chase if he's there, like at that place. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're training, like the sort of next generation of the Chase, basically. So for the coming war. But yeah, so or, or he might have been visiting from like another chapter or something like that, maybe. Maybe because he, he he didn't really see, yeah I suppose he didn't really seem like he was like he belonged there because he didn't seem to know any of the 
the other guys that much. I don't know. But anyway, they didn't, they didn't give him a name or anything, so we don't we don't really know who he is. And it's irrelevant because he's dead anyway, and a long time ago. So uh, Stick kills this guy, and they leave. Uh, back in the present day, nobody says that he wants Electra and not Daredevil. And gives us the revelation that the black sky is Electra, and the hand serves her. You're like... Yeah, this is a what-the-fuck moment. Yeah, because, I mean, we'd kind of assumed that the Black Sky was, like, whatever it, whatever the goop was that was in that coffin or, like, some kind of, like, nuclear-type device or something like that, a bomb of some sort. But no, the Black Sky is, like, a person or, like, a goddess or a whatever you want to be. Um. So, yeah, the Black Sky is Electra and the hand serves her and they all kind of, like, bow down towards her and, and Nobu gives her uh, the sword that he's carrying about. Uh, Stick knew about this all along, and Daredevil, uh, sorry, uh, Electra is a bit annoyed with her. Uh, Electra says that uh, there's there's no fight anymore. There's this there's no war. The Black Sky is just destiny. And we see another flashback here where Stick puts Electra into a fancy family to protect her. So that's obviously the the Nachos family. Yep, he's an ambassador. Uh, Daredevil tells Electra to kill him because he is the enemy of the hand. However, she hesitates and does not kill him and Daredevil manages to grab her and sort of hold her at sword point. Uh, Stick then stabs one of the hand ninjas with one of the uh, bamboo canes <laughs> that he had under his nail and uh, Daredevil fights off the hand whilst Electra grabs Stick and takes him away. Now we then see Karen wake up and she finds that the colonel is gone from the car. We see Frank walking him into the woods, into a cabin. And they start to have like a conversation about Kandahar. But they don't tell us any more about it than that. But there's clearly something fishy going on about, uh, about what happened in Kandahar and something that we don't know that went down. Which right. I'm sure we'll find out in due course. Um... Karen says that she is done with Frank if he kills the colonel. And he just, like, takes him into the cabin and slams the door, basically. And he's like, okay, that's fine. We're done. We're done. If the colonel sort of tries to... He's kind of trying to talk him down a little bit, but uh, Frank just turns around to him and says, one shot, one kill, you taught me that, and shoots him in the head. Boofed. Frank doesn't um, like the colonel. No, he does not. Uh, we see that he finds a secret door with an arsenal of weapons and a bulletproof vest. So this is his Punisher arsenal coming <laughs> coming to him fortuitously. You're like, ooh, this cabin in the woods is full of nice surprises. Lovely guns, mini guns and shotguns and pistols and basically every type of gun that you could ever want. Uh, stick and... Electra can I talk about uh, Daredevil and uh, he tells her that uh, Matt only came to save Electra and not Stick because he believes that if she killed Stick then she can't be saved like she's gone too far and he can't bring her back so that's why he that's why he came to stop her from killing Stick uh, Daredevil fights some more hand ninjas and then Nobu 
and we see him kick Nobu off like a sort of balcony um, mm-hmm. in this sort of abandoned building, um, which is pretty high up. And he, like he does like smash his head into a concrete floor when he falls down. I mean, you're talking probably what like twenty feet, maybe. No, probably. I mean, if it's if it's the third story, that would be at least thirty. Okay, so let's let's say thirty feet. Yeah. Then. Um, so he falls down thirty feet and bangs his head on a concrete floor. That's gonna kill you, but not Nobu, because <laughs> he just gets back up again and he's just like, hmm. Uh, so he gets back up again and his hand ninjas kind of assemble around him and he says, "Daredevil must die." And that's, that's how it ends. So what did you think, Andy? It was, it was a weird episode, mm. like because there was like some good bits in it, but I just felt all like I wanted a bit more meat in the fights because all the fights are just like so quick and just yep. you're just like oh yeah cool a fight scene and it's like oh no, no it's done okay I'm like I didn't get to enjoy that I'm like what happened which was kind of annoying especially because they built up that like the whole fight between like Stick and Electra and it mm-hmm. lasted like five seconds. Yeah, like I tend said, to it, I tend to agree prepared with for you. It for longer than Electra, like he prepared for it for longer than they thought, which was <laughs> just bizarre. Sorry, chap, on you go. No, I, I I tend to agree with you that, um, you know, you, you had you had some great uh, matchups and some interesting venues to an extent, mm. and then and then uh, like you said, the, you know, you look up from the iPad and it's over. Yep. <laughs> like Stick versus Electra, that should have been longer. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I think we could have got like a good fight here between uh, Daredevil and Electra. I think we could have got a much better fight between Daredevil and Nobu as well. And what about? I mean, just you have Stick, Electra, and Daredevil together against the Hand. That should be an epic fight. Yeah, and then it's like no, you just put the light off. Okay. <laughs> Like, Daredevil doesn't rely on lights, for one. Mm-hmm. Like, so he, it wouldn't have made any difference to him at all. Like, it would have stopped Electron on tracks and she'd have gone, oh, shit, I can't see them. But Daredevil would have just kept fighting. It wouldn't make any difference to him. Yeah, I mean, to an extent, I was a little disappointed. Yeah, but, like, what, what, do, you, what do you think of this revelation that Electra is the black sky and all, and all that sort of stuff? Well, that was kind of mind-blowing. I mean, there's no other yeah. way to really put it. I mean, that was just... You didn't see that coming. No. Um, you know, a lot of th- a lot of these things are somewhat telegraphed to an extent. Not this. I was like, what? So uh, that that was kind of a bombshell. And I'm try. I was trying to think. Did they- was there ever any mention of the of that type of thing in the comic? Black sky. Well, well, the black sky, or you know, you know, once again, I'm not very well versed in my Electra origins to uh, to that extent. Um, so I kind of uh, wonder, gee, was there something like that in the comic? Because she was kind of uh, a you know raised as a killer. Hmm. So I don't know if uh, they're working off of some uh, lore from the comic that I'm just, you know, kind of altering it for for the storyline. 
or not. So, but no, no, I, I think I think it was in the comic books. Yeah, there was something to. I, yeah. I don't know about her. Yeah, I, I'd have to go back and look. I don't know if it was necessarily Electra, but I, there was like the Black Sky mentioned in it. Oh, no, 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 that's that's from the MCU, which is. Okay, okay. So remember in season, remember season one. Mm-hmm. Season one, uh, when Stick came to visit Matt the first time, and they were to destroy the weapon that the uh, that the Japanese folk were bringing in. Mm-hmm. Well, that was that was Black Sky supposedly, and because remember Stick supposedly killed. Yeah. The black guy who's actually a young boy. But we never saw Stick. It's interesting because we never saw Stick kill this a young boy who is a black guy. So, and they do mention that there's, mo- there's more than one black guy as well and the hands never used them. So he's probably got this young boy kicking about somewhere. Because if, if Electra's anything to go by, he, want, he tried to mold her to be like his weapon mm-hmm. as opposed to a weapon for the bad people. So... He's probably got this young boy stashed away somewhere, like with some rich family. I think he killed him. I, I, I mean, I but, think but he might have learned his lesson that you from from Electra that you just can't tame a black sky. Maybe, but well, I mean, he, he was still working with Electra mm-hmm. after this young boy, so he he clearly he didn't believe that until probably. Like this season, like last episode, um, so yeah, I, th- I think he's stashed this boy away somewhere for for future. Because we never saw him kill him. I thought we did. Nope, nope. He killed him off screen. Because okay. he just like he just came back into Matt's apartment and he's like, yeah, even even though you didn't let me kill him, I tracked him down and killed him later anyway. That's right. And, yeah. So yes. Killed off screen, <laughs> in allegedly killed off screen. Yep, yep. But yeah, I, th- I think he's got him stashed away. Cool. That would be that would be cool. Um, it's uh, as far as an episode went. Um, there was a lot going on here. We not only did we get Electra's origin, mm. we got the pun. We got the Punisher's real origin here. To an extent, I mean, this is where he gets he gets his shit. He gets his he gets his uh, body armor. He has access to an arsenal now. He's out. He's free. Uh, he's taken down uh, the big bad or his big bad for the season. Uh, he's gotten vengeance, you know, vengeance for his family. And and uh, now he's a free agent. So we had that going for us. We had the Electra origin. Um, we had the Electra revelation, and we got some teases of some decent fight scenes that never really went anywhere. Yeah, it was that was disappointing. Those fight scenes, like that, that was probably the worst part of the whole episode. <laughs> Yeah, because they they really were peekaboo tease type of scenes. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, just just when you're uh, oh, this is gonna be cool, it's over. 
Do you know they probably shot more footage for them and then and then cut them out for oh yeah uh, for length. It's a shame for for length for um, you know, like I said, I they like to they like to vary things up quite a bit in this show, and you know uh, we appreciate that. But uh, at the same time, sometimes let the boys play. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Uh, Black Sky is not a term from the Marvel Comics at all. No? Nope. Did they... Um... Yeah, but uh, was she kind of bred as a weapon? I mean, she was bred as an assassin. Yeah. So, I mean, I... She was always in, like involved with the hand, and she kind of flip flops mm. really on whether she's good or bad. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's just in uh, in the comics, she was like Greek, obviously, and she like the Natchioses were her mm-hmm. like both parents. So okay. So the MCU playing with uh, continuity again. Hmm. Well, they, they, they've made it. Like, yeah. They've made different choices for story, mm. but I think it kind of works here. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with it. So, but uh, yeah, overall, decent episode, and it's setting up. It's setting up uh, the finale. Oh yeah, yeah. And from what I can remember, the finale was excellent. And yes, tied it all it together and, and made it made it awesome. So we we will get to, to, to get to talk about that uh, next week, and we'll do a kind of post mortem on this season as well. Definitely after that. So, all right, uh, Andy, I think we have some tweets. Oh yeah, we did get tweets, didn't we? Yep. Let's see. Oh, that was the god awful. Uh, announcement of the Squirrel Girl show. Let's see, James mm-hmm. Warren, Andy, Doctor Strange knows mystic shit on a business card. Sounds like a Constantine business card. <laughs> Good point. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Constantine yeah. should definitely have that yeah. on his business cards. Tim Hernandez sent us. Uh, Entertainment Weekly's first shots of the Ghost Rider, which we discussed earlier. Yep. And this one's an article. Let me... Uh, ten de- or five deeply troubling questions that the Marvel movies don't address. I had seen this oh. and didn't really touch on it, but let me pull up a couple of windows here. going all right uh hydra has obliterated our entire understanding of u.s history okay uh this is once again this is from from cracked yeah i've never had a crack before but okay um what happens to american history when it's proven that an offshoot of nazi germany has been embedded in every major gar- governmental organization for the last 80 years. Suddenly, no conspiracy theory is too stupid to discredit, no institution above reproach, no living American's faith in the system left remotely intact. Was Nixon a highly trained Hydra agent? 
There are ways it could be much <laughs> sense. Is Donald Trump a trainee Hydra agent bubbling through a plan he found in Red Skull's notes? Donald Trump is not in the MCU, so we don't have to deal with that, thankfully. Not yet. I'm not going to... Yeah, I mean, they've got, they've got a president... I think it's President Ellis. I think he's the president of the MCU just now. Cause it's the same yeah. guy who's been in it the whole time. Right. He's an Iron Man. He's an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and whatnot. <laughs> but yeah, um, okay. <laughs> like, and these are interesting. They were bad people. They did bad shit. We got rid of them. Uh, let's see. Sales of one company's products affects Iron Man's ability to save the world. Uh, okay. Yeah, this gets a little too deep. Yeah. This point can be summed up with a single question, what kind of asshole doesn't buy Stark Tech stock? Well, I assume it's not a listed company anymore because he went out of the weapons business and only makes like things that can benefit people, like self-powering buildings and stuff for Avengers. Like he doesn't seem to make any stuff, so it's probably not a listed company anymore, <laughs> if it ever was. And my browser crashed, so I'm kind of dead in the water here. Yeah, um, there is. I don't like these websites. They're so big. Okay. Uh, they've created massive, unspeakable ecological disasters. But, I mean, they've kind of covered that in, like, Civil War. Mm. Like, they, they got a, their slap on the wrist. All, the government came in and said, you did a bad thing. You're like, okay. And, like, Tony, like, all the problems with, them, with uh, the environmental stuff, Tony Stark can fix it with his money. Just throw money at it until it goes away. Like the shooting heli helicopters crashing and all that. That's fine. You can fix it. Yeah, that helicopter falling on Washington, D.C. probably did a lot of damage. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure Tony Stark paid, paid for the... Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> paid a lot the, of money, you know, man. <laughs> damage, damage control. That's damage there, control. That's what they're <laughs> here for. Yep. Uh, the world would be full of wannabe superheroes and related catastrophes. And we see a little bit of that in S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. We do see somewhat of that in S.H.I.E.L.D. And pro and this is what the other shows that are popping up in the MCU will do as well. And we see Daredevil and Jessica Jones. And we're covering these. That's the American way! Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of those are particularly big problems in the MCU. You can kind of write all those off. And the other link is the same thing again. Oh, just from Screen Rant. Screen Rant. So this is the same article. Mm. No, no, it's not the same. That's Came Marvel's Monsters Unleashed Explained. Oh, okay. For some reason, it's not coming up that way on mine. My, my like I said, my browser's di dying as we speak here. I think my computer has decided this is the time to back itself up. <laughs> so okay, so it's bas basically it's like a, thro a throwback to. Uh, Marvel's attempt to capture the monster movie craze of the late sixties and early seventies. Yeah, I I read this and it's not a, it's not a television show though. It's not it's a new comic. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm not really in, I'm not really into monster stuff to be honest. Like Frankenstein, Dracula, the Mummy, 
not not my thing to be honest. The Marvel's Dracula was an interesting comic, though. I'd rather read Blade. <laughs> but I think Dracula yeah, is where Master of yeah. Kung Fu premiered. Mm. Shang Chai. Yeah, you could be right. So I mean, that's that, that's just something to think about. I don't think we're going to see. Well, I mean, to to be honest, I think Universal's got the like film rights to those characters because they're doing their own like monster universe because they're bringing mm. in like they're doing like a Frankenstein movie and crossover with the Mummy movie and all that sort of stuff. So, well, yeah, but you could bring in Shang Chi. I mean, he would make. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He would be a. Uh, and and he's become a mainstay of the Marvel universe. Isn't he who we postulated was the guy with the scars on his back that Stick was talking to at the end of season one in Daredevil? Hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was because remember he's sitting like mm. no top on, scars on his back, like across from Stick. Yeah, and like the the incense is burning. And they're talking away about the I think talking about the war and stuff. Hmm. But I think that's who that is. Unfortunately, they really some of the some of the you know uh, proposed shows coming up. Well, first of all, we have Daredevil, Brawler, Jessica Jones, Brawler, uh, Luke Cage, Brawler, Iron Fist, more or less a Brawler. Yeah, well, he's a martial artist. Martial like. artist. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a disservice to call Iron Fist a brawler. Okay, a melee uh, hero. <laughs> melee. Uh, if you want to get all D&D on me and uh, Warcrafty. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, but brawler slash martial artist slash melee uh, character. Rumors of the White Tiger, same thing, another brawler. Mm. Hellcat as well. Hellcat. I mean, these shows work. They've proven that they work. Mm. They work a hell of a lot better than, uh, you know, a Superman movie. Um, But at the same time, do we need another martial artist? Do we need another brawler? uh, I think they need to... uh, ramp it up to a different different style of superhero to an extent yeah i mean i don't think this guy's going to become like part of the uh part of the main cast or anything like that but he'll be a, a guy who they'll go to for sage advice like he'll be in kunlun like they might have to go to go to him to see him or he might have to come to them to talk tell them about something but he's not going to be like a regular guy that's in the show every episode yeah all of a sudden, the Defender. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm kind of realizing the Defenders is a very one-dimensional show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you've got uh, you've got all your roles. Like Luke Cage is the tank. Um, Daredevil is the the kind of moral compass. Uh, Iron Fist would be like the white mage. Jessica Jones would be like the damage dealer. You know. Daredevil's kind of the pawn, I suppose, in that in that situation. Strategist, uh, yeah, scout, rogue, yeah. So, so I mean, they, they do have like slightly different roles, but they, they I mean, they, they do have different power sets, but their fighting style is all relatively similar. Mm. So, 
Apart from Ironfest, because we haven't seen him yet. True. And sadly, uh, he he could be the crazy be. one. They, I, I think they're going for uh, <laughs> the Fruit Loop. I think they're, I think they're going Looney Tunes with him. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. So, but, but I mean, and certainly, like, uh, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones rely on brute strength to get them through, whereas Daredevil and Iron Fist will be fully trained fighters. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of difference between them. Yeah, a little bit. So. All right. I think that's it, Andy. Yeah, I think we've covered it. So. Uh, Andy, when you're not out brawling uh, on the streets, where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me brawling with Ali verbally every Tuesday on 42 Level 1. Uh, we broadcast on allgames.com live at 1.30 Pacific Time, 4.30 Eastern, 9.30 Greenwich Mean Time. Uh, you can find all our episodes on Stitcher and iTunes, as well as the archive on allgames.com. And you can find me Tuesday nights as well on allgames.com at 9 p.m. Eastern on the B-Team Podcast with my co-host Ryan, Fred, and Eli, where we talk video games, tech, and uh, sub-TV and movies from time to time. And then uh, you can find me now Thursday nights, 9 o'clock again on allgames.com on Knuckleballer Radio with Sean, Normie, and Eli, where we don't know what the hell we're talking about. I hear mm-hmm. Normie's plotting another food challenge in the near future, though. Those are oh, never good. good. That. <laughs> so she She's planning on uh, sending us something. Mm. I think it might be Japanese candy. <laughs> so, but uh, but check it out uh, we have a good time doing that show as well uh, of course you can always find us on iTunes and Stitcher and the show airs Friday nights 8pm on allgames.com uh, want to thank everybody for downloading, streaming, or listening to this show however we will see you guys next week for the, the finale of uh season two of daredevil men with fear um we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up and i think we have one episode after that that we're gonna do post-mortem and hopefully have some guests but uh just remember guys we are all just one bad day from being the punisher see you next week